Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash value town. This is our town. Welcome. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 213 of Valuetown. I'm Champion V, and today we are joined by APX Void and Cora. What's up, guys? Hi. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me this week. <laughs> yeah, man. First time on Valuetown. This is the the mage expert in the community. We don't, you know, we don't have too many like actual specialists. You know, we, we definitely have, you know, one for priest, one for warrior, but to finally have the mage one on the show, man, this is gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, excited to talk about all mage things. <laughs> it's definitely a good time to talk about mage for sure. This expansion has been really, really good for mage. But um, Cora, how about you? How, what you been up to last? Well, I mean, you, I think the last time you were on the show, maybe three or four weeks ago or so. Like, what's been happening this month? Uh, it's been busy. Um, I actually just finished up the Hearthstone Collegiate Championships. Oh yeah, nice. Everything except for the finals. Um, so that was like two and a half or three months of back and forth pretty much every week oh um, man that that was busy but now i'm i've got a couple weeks off i'll be doing some work from home and then a little bit more travel near the middle of this month so who's in the finals like i haven't followed it quite super the close. finals university of oregon okay georgia nice. institute of technology rochester nice. institute of technology and uh minnesota twin cities okay it's a pretty good mix of uh, schools there. Some big ones, yeah. some some tech schools, some smaller schools. That's good. That's great. Yeah, we got a good mix between open division and varsity division teams. So it's actually been a really good season. And yeah. viewership has been up, which is really great. Yeah, nice. What, what's the format for it right now? Is it specialist or is it something different? Uh, it's Conquest. Conquest. It's Conquest. Okay. Although I probably for next season, it'll go to specialist format. It just tends to mirror whatever HCT is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Um, I wish okay. Tespo was a thing when I was in school. I know, something. right? Gosh, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, I mean, I I think that I mean nowadays people are getting scholarships and full rides and you know like for for some of the the different esports. So, yeah, uh, there's there's big money in it. It's like mm-hmm. almost ten thousand dollars per person for first place. Yeah, that's nice. awesome. Yeah, not not you know not being a pro. I mean, officially a pro or anything. So that's <laughs> that's really awesome. Um, Okay, well, anyways, today, uh, on today's episode, we, we've got, uh, obviously, a full lineup of things to talk about. Uh, news in terms of the developers really sharing some stuff uh, with some interviews this week with XR and Ben Thompson and, and various mm-hmm. others. Um, we've got uh, some news, actually, with, with teams as well and some players actually changing teams. Uh, meta, of course. I think the big question this week was just, is Rogue too strong? It's been, you know, I think a lot of people on Twitter have been going back and forth about that. Uh, so I figured we would talk about it, and uh, of course, since we got you know Apex Boy here, we're gonna be talking about Mage, <laughs> no question. Really, do a little bit of a deep dive into that. We'll preview World Championships that start tonight. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about last week, but um, you know, after another week of thinking about or actually seeing the decks now, everybody's decks. Uh, I think making some predictions will be a lot of fun. See who who can be right here. 
Hopefully, we'll do better than most of the casters. But, you know, of course, actually, Corey, you generally do okay, right? In those predictions? I've been doing really well. Okay, there you go. I haven't had like official predictions for the last couple seasons, but when I was hosting the two championship events, I was. I was in there. I think Bloody Face, but nobody else did. Nice. Clearly, nice. He's, he's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely one of the most underrated people this year, Bloody Face. He's had an awesome year. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see what it, just AP, APX Voids <laughs> read on some of these decks, especially the, the mage decks they brought. They pretty much brought the same mage deck for the most part. So, pretty much. Yeah, the category one. Um, and then lastly, Q&A, as always, if you've got any questions, go ahead and tweet those or, or you, you can hang out and chat and ask them there, but you can tweet those as ValueTownGG and we'll definitely read them out. Uh, but starting like we always do every week, just, you know, what kind of things you guys have been doing on Hearthstone? I mean, obviously, APX4, you've been streaming some, some mage, I've been catching that. Uh, any other kinds of decks, you know, Cora, you, you've been playing? Some um... Yeah, I actually hit Legend yesterday with Nomi Priest. Yeah, that's I played a little bit of that oh. too. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I definitely want to get a little bit better at that. Keep trying that out at Legend Ranks. Bring, let me see if I can bring it up while we talk about it. Surprisingly good, I think. Mm-hmm. In general. Yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, not terribly good against Summoner Mage, but mm-hmm. holds its own against aggro kind of has a win condition versus warrior but mm-hmm. requires them to not have dr boom and <laughs> next <laughs> not having dr room that's a lot to, to, to you know hope for there yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it though yeah other than that it's a fun deck i love grave horror i think it's just one of the yeah my favorite cards in the game yeah nice and cheap when you, when you end up playing it what do you guys think about nomi because like i I mean, obviously, when you're playing it, it's a lot of fun. It can like it can be like a miracle win, which is obviously a lot, a lot, a lot of fun when you're playing it. But I, for me, I've had mixed feelings about it because it's just one of those cards where you just play it. You know, there's no skill involved to it. You just kind of play it, and I mean, and you might have a chance to win having a seven six sixes on the board. Do you, do you guys like that card? Well, I, I think the skill involved is drawing your whole deck without dying. Yeah, okay, okay, fair Times enough. Harder, like with Priest especially, you got to do the Cleric turns and all that. Yeah. But I, I like Nomi. I mean, I've found a spot in a Mage deck, and he's, he's pretty fun. Um, I like the card. Okay, cool. Cora, what do you think? Yeah, I think Nomi's fine. I think um, it the deck-building limitations that you have to sort of take on when you're playing a Nomi deck... Mm-hmm. Um, means that it isn't oppressive even though yeah it's just you know gets the end of your deck seven mana you have an entire board it's not particularly you know exciting it's not particularly fun to just play that card but yeah i I think the fact that with with um nomi priest you need to cycle through your deck as quickly as you do Mm -hmm. otherwise that card can be answered so easily makes it it makes it fine yeah yeah, and the thing about Nomi too is like if it ever did get popular, it's it's not that hard to counter it with. Well, at least with some classes, some classes it would be hard to even do anything about, right? Uh, but yeah. like Warrior, you just run a brawl and just hold it forever, <laughs> and you're probably good. So uh, Actually, at least, yep. Fibonacci teched um, spell damage in so that you can warpath the Nomi with like Spellzerker oh. or Mana Reservoir. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, leave it to Fib to, to figure out that too. Yep, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that, that's a fun deck. I've been playing some of that too. I play a little bit of uh, the Paladin as well. 
that a lot of people have been running recently. So that that those are the first two times I've played. I've just spent so much time on Shaman this expansion that uh, this week I kind of wanted to to try out some of the, the decks that have been going around that weren't Rogue and Warrior or Token Druid. <laughs> so those were the two most obvious ones. Um, Apex Void, have you played anything? You know, we're gonna save the Mage talk, but any, have you played anything that's not Mage? A little bit. Most of my on-stream stuff has all been Mage, but I've been messing around with decks off-stream, mostly just the decks mm -hmm. that are popular and look fun to me. So, like, yeah, I've tried Nomi, Priest, Rogue, Warrior, all the good decks, basically. Okay. Um, anything yeah, anything stand like out? Um, Rogue's definitely the best deck I've played, <laughs> hands yeah. down. Yeah. Not uh, too controversial yeah. there, but... Um, I do, I do like um, Nomi Priest, actually. That's one of the more fun decks I played. Mm -hmm. I haven't played much Shaman, though, yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, Shaman's definitely a fun one, too. But Big I, Bad I like... Shaman is really fun. Which oh, one? I want to try that one. Which one? Big, Big Bad Shaman. Big Poor bad. Control's been playing it quite a bit for the last few days, like the Top 10 Legend. Big Bad Shaman? I, I, which yeah, one is that? Big Bad Archmage, Walking Fountain, Eureka. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I haven't tried that. That, that sounds oh, it's, cool. It's really fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was just, me and APX were talking before the show. I was just telling him that, you know, there's there's certain classes that just have a lot of utility. And, and I think it's, you know, like what he's done with Mage and really dive into it and find these, these you know, interesting Mage decks that are good, you know, against the, even in the meta. I think the same thing can be said probably of Shaman. Like, I, there's just so much utility there. There's, there's just got to be something, you know, that, that's uh, viable in terms of that. And, and you, you're, we're definitely seeing Shaman play. I mean, Shaman's brought to the worlds. You know, a lot. Of, I think a, a number of people have uh, brought control Shaman at least to, to worlds. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, it's a really cool class right now to be be in, or at least to to be playing right now. Yeah, um, it's a cool class. The scheme yeah. is actually really strong. The shaman. Yeah, I liked what they. I mean, the the uh, the fountain's super good too. Like the ability mm -hmm. to to remove and heal at at once, so it fits really really well in the the meta too. But mm -hmm. um, uh, cool. Uh, well, why don't we talk us a little bit about news? Given that uh, some of the the devs were um, in interviews, like over there and or just over in Taiwan, and and they did some interviews even here. <laughs> Um, so a couple real quick things, small things that, that were announced is that uh, somebody asked, uh, I think on one of the forums, whether um, epics will ever get the same treatment that, that legends get, you know, in terms of duplicates. Uh, right now, if you guys aren't aware, you know, if, if you, uh, if you're, when you're opening packs and you get a legend, you're not going to get a legend that you already have, which is super awesome and super good because it's, it's obviously much more efficient for all of us. Because uh, getting there was nothing worse than getting a duplicate of a legend because it's just so rare to get a legend and then when you get it it's like oh that's a quarter of the the dust it sucks uh, or at least a half of the dust so um, you know kind of a bummer I guess I mean like what do you guys think like do you think they should do that for us or do you think that's just us being a little too greedy? <laughs> um, personally, I don't really mind. Like I play a ton, so epics aren't a huge problem mm -hmm. to get. Legendaries, I think, think is definitely necessary mm -hmm. to not get duplicates. But I think epics is, is fine. Like, don't need duplicate epics. Yeah, the no duplicate rule. I mean. Yeah, I think I agree with that. The legendary is specific to legendaries, and that's consistent across the board. Uh, with Blizzard games, I know in Overwatch you can only get um, a legendary skin one time. They're not going to give you 
duplicates of the same legendary skin because the return rate is so bad. Um, But you can get duplicate epics. So it it doesn't feel bad for me. But again, you know, we're whales in the grand scheme of things. (laughs) That's right. Really don't want to get their, you know, fourth same epic when they could get something different. Yeah. There are some good epics, though, I have to say. You know, I I think even... Yeah, the the last year, I think a lot of good cards are just some of the most powerful cards were epic. So maybe, maybe that's where it's coming from. But uh, but not you know obviously not going to get it for at least now. So um, I guess we're gonna have to keep waiting on that. Another thing that came up too was that somebody asked about the the whole tri class cards. You know the cl- the cards that we had for. Um, mean streets. Uh, mean streets. Yeah, mean streets, and uh, I I think that Chad replied with uh, the fact that we have the this this kind of faction of good and evil that we might see some more of that as well we see it right now with at least mechanics you know with twin spell and 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 uh uh the uh what's twin spell what, what's the the um the evil they have oh what's the mechanic oh, scheme or a scheme, scheme. Is, is it the schemes oh yeah the schemes the schemes for the evil and then we have the twin spells for the good guys we may see some cards that are you know, like similar to what we saw in Mean Streets, which I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't really have too much of an opinion on those. Like, I didn't really love them. I didn't really hate them either. So I loved tri class cards. Really? Okay. Yeah, they were some of my favorite cards to play with. Well, mostly because they were so much fun to play in Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do ha- we do have them back in Arena right now. Mean Streets is in the oh, rotation. Nice. But like Lotus Agents, Cabal Courier. Um, yep. Just really, really good, solid cards. Yeah, I, I like tri class as well. Um, there were some really good ones, Kazakis, I remember, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I felt like you know, back in Mean Streets, we didn't really have a lot of discover cards. It's just like discover any any kind of card, you know, like and and so it was really cool to be able to get some of these cross class cards, you know. But nowadays, I just feel like it's it feels much more commonplace to to have that happen. So yeah, for me, it's just it's. It's cool. I think it's it's nice, you know, to have that variety, but it's it's not quite as special as it used to be for me. But. I think it's one that they could bring back, and people would just be like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's not bad. It's not a sure. controversial, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, let's see. Let's bring up this uh, interview. Actually, this this is like a Reddit thread that kind of sums up the interview, but. Um, you know, I guess it's a Chinese interview with Ben Thompson and, and Dean Ayala Ixar, and they talk about some really good things here, so I, that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up. Um, so, uh, the first thing they, they brought up was, uh, not the card, I mean, I know a lot of people do care about card art, but I think a lot of people don't know as well, but they talked about, uh, I think the biggest thing that, um, uh, I, I saw that, that, uh, Ixar talked about, at least I think it was in this interview, was, uh, just talking about, about Warrior, right? And I, th- I think a lot of people were bringing up, and this is before the Rogue talk, you know, like the, the heavy Rogue narrative that we, we started to see just around uh, Twitter. And it was the Rogue narrative was in response to, I think, uh, uh, like basically people talking about Warrior. So um, what Ixar said was just that they're they're keeping an eye on it, but they don't think it's actually bad right now. They don't think that the win, win rates look too bad for Warrior. And um, so they're they're still just keeping an eye on it. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys think about Warrior right now? Do you think Warrior's a problem right now? Just just given where we are currently in expansion. 
Um, the issue I have with Warrior is it just outclasses other control decks so hard, I feel like. Like, I can't play Control versus Warrior and beat Dr. Boom. Like, I don't have Jaina, like Frostwitch Jaina anymore yeah. or something like that, so I can't keep up a lot of the time. Um, so you really, like, need to run things specifically to tech against Warrior if you want to have, like, a good win rate, I find, or your deck just needs to be very good against them. But I can see why it doesn't have like a really high percent on HS replay. Mm-hmm. I think the problem I have with Warrior is the lack of combo decks right now. Um, near the end of the last expansion with Warrior, we had Shutterwalk Shaman, which absolutely destroyed it. We had OTK Paladin, which absolutely destroyed mm-hmm. it. We had um, Resurrect Priest, which was so, so good against it. And now all of those decks are gone, but I mean, Warrior lost the upgraded hero power, but it's gotten so much in return. And. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Dr. Boom is just better now in the grand scheme of things that all of the other cards are worse. So that that's that's my real issue with it. I like Warrior. I really enjoy playing Control Warrior right now, but I think that's because in comparison to a lot of other things, it just feels better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I agree with what most players are saying, that Boom is just a bit too strong and should be toned down a little bit so that other decks can have a fair chance. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like boom right now is is like a big topic of because I, everything else about control warrior I think is fine. You know, like I, I think a lot of the attributes are just something that you would you would see, and they've got a lot of individual cards that you know do good removal as well, and and have tempo you know at the same time. But yeah. man, when you add that on top of the fact they have rush, oh man, I mean that's when it just gets nuts for me. Yeah. 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 So uh, maybe if they just... What do you think... Would Boom be any good if they removed the rush for mechs? I think it would still definitely be playable, right? Like It would uh, still be very good. Yeah. The upgraded hero power, power is just... Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I don't it, know, maybe, maybe make it more expensive. Maybe make it so only the first mech you play every turn has rush. There has to be something that they can do to it. Because we like Dr. Boom. I don't think people yeah. want Dr. Boom gone. Dr. Boom's a super sick card. But it's just every mech having rush means that the deck has yeah. so much more removal than any control deck should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, every one of their cards is basically a removal card. <laughs> Whenever that happens, yeah. right? Like, every one of their minions are removal and every one of their spells are almost removal. So it's... Yeah. Uh, it's Just discover more. It's with, yeah. uh, like your power is really strong. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that it would be enough if they just removed the rush actually. Like the the hero power is strong, but it's not as strong when you can't make you know like plays off the discover on that first turn. You know, mm-hmm. so um yeah, I I actually love to see you know warrior with that. But on top of that, you know warriors also play Elysiana, which is one of the things that uh, they also address too because you know a lot of folks including myself have been you know really saying that Elysiana is is a the huge problem like i i think that she really um you know puts things like tournaments you know and whether they're entertaining or not in jeopardy and, and things like that especially when you're starting to finally see decks that run banker and they run brewmaster so before it was just not like in theory people doing that now we're actually seeing people do it and so it's it's getting a little bit crazy so um you know one thing that they, they said is that they are keeping a close eye on Alisiana. Uh, no mention of you know changes for sure, uh, but it is something that they're they're already thinking about potentially doing. Uh, but um, you know, the one thing that they also mentioned is that esports does you know the whole esports environment does matter to them in terms of design as well. So 
you know, this is something I don't know. I, I feel like it should be to the point already that they should be changing this card, or at least banning it, or something from from uh, the esports scene. But it doesn't seem like they're doing it. So, um, you know, Cora, what do you think about this? Like, it's complicated, right? Because <laughs> yeah. we're going to be ushering in a new era of competitive Hearthstone with the specialist format, and just from I don't have personal experience with the Open Cup system. I haven't played in it, but from I have friends who have been grinding Open Cups nearly nonstop. And you have some games between, you know, Rogue Mirrors that the entire round is going to take 20 minutes. And then you have Warrior Mirrors that are going to go to time. And if a Control Warrior Mirror is played correctly, it, it should go to turn timer. Right. And that's an issue because 45 turns can take over an hour in a lot of cases, and that's going to extend round timers by too much. So yeah. it, it's an issue for the Open Cup system because it's a waste of everybody's time, and it's an issue for, say, like Grandmasters, for instance, because do people really want to watch a game <laughs> where the first 25 turns don't matter? Not yeah. really. <laughs> Agreed. You know, and, and I think that having the result be a turn timer result too is, is a pretty terrible thing to, you know, have to wait for as well at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, APX Void, your, your thoughts on, yeah. on Sienna? Well, they're actually, I've seen some data like showing the average length of an open cup, like before and after Eyes of Shadows. And it was definitely longer after because the Elysiana mirrors okay. is evidence supporting that. Um, and, and that's a shorter just... series. Let's just, let's just be clear, right? Like, what were, were no actually no that's not so true they, they were doing specialists before the, yeah uh, that's right. okay never mind sorry but i just think elysiana is just like it's unnecessary as a card like i don't think the game needs a card like this or they can at least cut down the amount of discovers like we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. um off of the show um but yeah i think something should be done also another issue is that the specialist cups i don't think need to be swiss they like a lot of people have been suggesting just single yeah. them oh which I think yeah it's fine how many rounds do they do? Like eight? Yeah, and it's eight rounds to, as well. Which is That's a lot. lot. Yeah, eight rounds. That would be, what, equivalent to 256? Um, yeah. yeah, probably, right? Like 256. I mean, that that's assuming, I mean, everybody plays eight rounds versus just, you know, half, half, mm -hmm. half every time if you did brackets. Like, if, if it was a bracket thing, would it be double limb or single limb? You'd think? It'd have to be single um, limb, right? I think it would be, I think it'd have to be single, but yeah. I'm pretty sure double limb would still work as well, anyway. I think um, people would be okay with single limb, to be honest, like given how long yeah. some of these have been. Honestly, I think people would like single more than double. Yeah. At least with <laughs> single, if they lose, they can just go with yeah, double. Yeah, exactly. Run back is so difficult. Oh my god, eight rounds. Holy smokes, that's a lot of time. It's definitely pretty rough. Um, so, yeah, hopefully this happens soon, you know, because. Uh, you know, with GM coming up and, and just uh, obviously the Open Cups being, uh, I think, a bit more, uh, I don't know, just a bit more seen, you know, by by the public, you know, where HCT is not a, a an alternative, you know, narrative in the in the esports e scene. Um, it'd be good just to kick it off right, you know, like have a lot of people see it for the first time and, and it just be, you know, something as, as good as it can be. And I, I think that if we do keep doing this, the, the first thing they're going to see are these long mirrors and it's going to be eesh, not good. For sure, not yeah. good. 
exciting to see what happens yeah. at Worlds with the Warrior Muse. Well, I don't know if exciting is the right word. <laughs> I'm going to be asleep already. Maybe the Warriors will be banned. Overnight entirely. <laughs> if the Warriors are I mean, Warrior could be banned, right? A lot in, in Worlds if, they, if people want r r rogues to run through or something, right? So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think bad warrior is going to be a pretty common strategy. Yeah, so I mean, I know is probably crossing their fingers too that it doesn't happen. Um, They're like ban warrior and don't let Roger win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Uh, anything else in the interview you guys noticed that was uh, pretty interesting that we might want to bring up here? Um, they talked about game length, but uh, but nothing too specific. I feel like they didn't really answer anything too specifically outside of that. But uh, oh, they did talk about lackeys. They're probably going to add more lackeys, just not to rogue. Okay, um, that's which is good. Yeah, I'm okay with lackeys. I, I looked at the win rates; they're pretty even across most of them. Yeah, there's not of a disparity. I mean, yeah, I, I have think to witchy say, lackey was the lowest win rate. Which one? Which one? the witchy lackey? Oh, okay, the, yeah, uh, evolve. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Other than that, they were all pretty even. Yeah, I mean, I I I like them. I mean, I, to be honest, like I I think the lackeys have been better than I expected them to be. You know, just even power level and and just kind of fun and, and just how they they work with the decks. So um, yeah, would love to see more. That'd be great. Um, okay, well let's see. Next bit of news we've got. Um, uh, oh, some some news in in terms of teams or at least some two two big players actually at Worlds. Uh, pretty crazy timing to be honest, but we did see that Just Saiyan and Muzzy, who were previously on Tempo Storm, um, they ended up switching teams to Radiance, which is a, a, a pretty new team. It's a, a team owned by Hi, if you guys are, are familiar with the League of Legends scene, a pretty well-known player and, and now a team owner and analyst. Uh, but they're, they're going to be representing them, and I, I'm assuming they're going to be representing them also at Worlds, you know, wearing Radiance gear and everything. But, uh, you know, with Tempest Storm letting them go, I think a lot of questions come up about whether, um, you know, like kind of what happened. You know, like, is Tempest Storm really uh, still interested in eSport? And Muzak, I think, is still on the team, so they at least have, they still have a player at the very least. Uh, but uh, some of those questions were answered, though, because uh, Tom uh, Matisson, who's been you know on the show before, ended up doing a, a real quick, short interview with Raynad, and I think Raynad explained you know basically what happened there, which was um, uh, I think I think that the the delay of the World Championships to April versus January put them in a position where their the contracts for these two guys expired, you know, so. Uh, they when they were originally hoping to be able that these two guys would make it to worlds and they would able they'd be able to represent Tempest Storm, but because of the timing of all this, I think they got they got screwed. You know, so they would have to renegotiate this contract, uh, and it turns out you know they couldn't come to terms. And I think Raynad even went as far as to say that he just doesn't think it's worth it anymore. You know, in terms of Hearthstone esports. So um, yeah, th thoughts on these you know two big names you know in Hearthstone esports ending up changing teams and just saying's been on tempo storm for a long time now you know he's been kind of like their coach too for for a while as well so um uh yeah and any any thoughts cora um i'm sad about it <laughs> it yeah. feels like the end of an era sort of mm -hmm. uh, tempo storm was my favorite team in hearthstone yeah. just because it was homegrown started with hearthstone um and not a lot of other teams these days are mm -hmm. so the fact that two of the best players in the world aren't going to be repping the brand that they've been repping for years now at Worlds. 
that kind of sucks. But I mean, I get why Raynad did it. He's got his his hands in a lot of different projects. It has to be very expensive to be doing everything that he's doing and developing the bazaar as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have to renegotiate an entire year of contracts and you don't feel like it's worth it, then it's really bad timing. But I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. Like the viewership for for esports, Arsene esports, isn't super high. You know what I mean? So uh, this last year, these guys traveled everywhere. So you know, those those uh, the cost of having to support these guys, I'm sure, was not not very cheap. Um, but APX Void, yeah. I mean, thoughts on on this? Is this, is this telling of of teams and HS esports at all? Um, I was pretty surprised to see the news as well. I don't know if it's to telling of teams, I mean, I'm pretty curious to see how Radiance does as a team and sort of what impact, I guess, they make in the Hearthstone scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is also still cool to see, like, new teams enter, like Radiance. Yeah, we saw T1 recently, too, right? Pick up, yeah. um, if you know, and Boar and Orange as well. So, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so it's new- not like everyone's just dropping out or anything. It's yeah. still it's coming in. Yeah, the Tempest Storms, you know, it's the last of the, I would say, organic teams that you know started when when hearthstone started you know like we lost archon a long time ago and then obviously tempest storm now so um uh, they're still going to be uh, uh, sponsoring or at least uh they're going to still going to be signing streamers and things like that is what what Raynad said but uh it just sounds like the competitive side of it they're, they're probably just going to be at least waiting and seeing um we'll see if amnesiac too like i don't know if they continue with him or if they're just kind of waiting for his contract to He's the down. Red Bull athlete, right? Oh, is he? Re- yeah, yeah. Oh, he's Red Bull, right? Then that's okay. that's probably a reason to keep him on. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they ended up picking up players in the future, depending on how well Grandmasters League goes. Mm-hmm. If the viewership ends up being very good, and if it ends up being profitable, then maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, if if the format goes well, <laughs> you know, the Grandmaster definitely will generate more views for sure than, than what we've seen in 2018 in terms of HTT, like just overall, you know, like week to week type of thing. We'll, we'll see more views. Um, so hopefully that does work out for sure. And hopefully these two guys, you know, I'm definitely hope they do well as well in, in worlds, of course. Um, but let's talk about some Hearthstone. Let's talk about some meta now. So we, we talked about warrior a little bit. Um, you know, I think the, the new topic, at least the latter part of this week, or at least the second half of since the last episode, has been all about just why are you guys talking about Warrior? It's like Rogue's the problem, guys. You know, Rogue is the one that that's you know causing Warrior to even be good because if that's the only counter to Rogue, uh, and so I think a lot of the shift has been you know does Rogue need the change and is Rogue too strong now? And APX Void, what would you say to that? I mean, I think Rogue is the number one class. I'm not sure why or if people think Warrior is better than Rogue, but I know most pros I talked to actually asked my chat yesterday, and a lot of people agree that Rogue is the best. Um, but I think most people probably agree that Rogue is very strong. It, whether it's too strong is, is kind of hard to say, but I think it could use like some, some slight adjustments to make it a bit weaker, just around like prep rating party, stuff like that's just mm-hmm. really powerful. And there's just no like weaknesses in Rogue right now, I don't think. Yeah, I know that uh, Kibler had a Twitter thread yesterday about worlds and the fact that Rogue has been in every world's winning lineup. Um, but specifically, he said two cards, um, Backstab and Edwin Van Cleef, 
in every world championship lineup unless Roger wins. So the consistent power level of those cards over the years and the fact that the role class is so good right now that you're having to consider taking out cards like Myra's Unstable Element and Henge Clan Thug, which are incredible cards, but there's just too many good options. Whereas other classes, I feel like don't have, I guess, just that ability right now to choose between mm-hmm. two great things. They're kind of having to make concessions somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that card for card, Tempo Rogue's, car, you know, just the 30 cards are incredibly high, I think, just in terms yeah. of the value and power level of, of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rogue's seem to always make, or seem to have the most number of, like, plays that, that have almost the equivalence of two plays you know like they're they're playing double something double or they're they're able to like to burst at the end or they're able to draw a ton of cards or you know like it's it's crazy like they literally get to do everything uh, at least multiple times uh, a game and it's led to crazy consistency and if you look on asia's replay right now just at least from rank five to legend i mean the only bad matchup is just against warrior like whatever warrior control warrior ish it's like the only bad one and everything else is not just like slightly green it's super yeah, it's, green you know it's like plus, 60 plus yeah and that's Great. yeah and so that, that's kind of why you know the warrior talk was even there in the first place is because warrior is the only thing keeping it in check right now um yeah. so that's i don't know that's generally not a good thing and i think apx what you mentioned even some of the matchups that just shouldn't be the case right like yeah like rogue should have weaknesses i think to deck like zoo and token but it just doesn't and then like there's no other control decks that are good against it other than Warrior, so yeah, it just mm-hmm. doesn't have many weaknesses, and that's why we see so many on ladder, at least Legend ladder. Yeah. Um, at the very least, in a Conquest format, you can say, okay, I'm going to ban Rogue, and then in that case, I don't really need to bring Warrior. I can maybe try for a more aggressive strategy, but yeah. in in Specialist, obviously, you, you, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like it's it's really hard to make a specialist deck right now that beats both rogue and warrior that isn't rogue or warrior. Right. I think that's kind of a problem. Yeah. Shaman can beat the rogue, but you really struggle against warrior. Right. Mm. You can as long as they don't draw boot. <laughs> like, Hunter can beat the warrior, but you can't beat the rogue. It's... Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of yeah that type of it's sort of dynamic. forces you to kind of yeah, play one of those decks. We'll see the disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, That's sort of one of the inherent issues of specialist, I think. Like, balance needs to be really, really on point for that not to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely very little margin of error in terms of of having the meta be a certain way. And, yeah, so it's very heavy. Like, if, if you were to imagine, you know, just the general Hearthstone polarity, you know, like, in terms of polarization, the right now, two sides are, like, super heavy right now. And I think when that happens everybody just plays it like they don't you know there's not a very good balance and then that, that's going to lead to a bunch of, of mirror matchups right now so yeah let me looking at the cards i'm just like pulling one up i don't know why it doesn't think i have pick because i actually do have pick but um yeah i mean i think there's two different types of rogues i run into you know one that's a little bit more like face <laughs> oriented just yeah. just hit face with everything every single turn and then one that's more like this you know where there is you know, a little bit of board control but yep they're actually you can see both in worlds i think i think like hunter ace has this one and mm-hmm. like language hacker and them have uh the aggro more aggro one mm-hmm. um what do you think is better i think the myers list is 
still really good. Like the basically, you cut the vendetta and things in Run Myra. Right. Cut the Blink Fox. But the, that one's good too, though. Yeah, here's the other one. The other one's right, literally right next to it. So, um, yeah, like, can't really go wrong with this one yeah. as well. It's mm -hmm. very strong. I kind of like this one better. It's a little yeah. bit more all in. You don't have, you know, the potential high rolls from other class cards that you would get from, like, Blink Fox. Mm -hmm. But this one is very straightforward. Yeah, so the weapon damage is just crazy in these decks. Like, you don't even realize how much damage you're taking from that that waggle yeah. pick, you know, until until you're dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, another issue I think that a lot of people aren't talking about is just how good, like, raiding party curves into waggle pick Corsair. Like, mm. it's almost too good. Just yeah. No yep. classes have plays like that, really, right now. Yeah, the Corsair is, like, the example of that, like, basically playing twice. You get a chance to almost have equivalents of two turns because of that card, because it's free. There's a lot of free cards in Rogue. I think that's generally been the issue historically. You know, backstab zero, perhaps still zero, and it discounts something. Yeah, you know, now they've got zero. value, yeah. It's just a combination now with uh, yeah. Myra's rating. It's just a bit too strong. Okay, so, you know, I know Zalay tweeted something where it's like, even if you you nerfed three like key <laughs> rogue cards right now, it would still be the best class. I agree with that. Okay, so, all right, let, let's talk about what we would nerf then. Like, how would you even nerf rogue then? If you, yeah. if you can, can't even nerf just three cards, you have to nerf right. more than three cards. Like, looking at this list, I can cut basically everything except maybe prep and rating party, and it would still be good. I mean, like, any one card from this list. Like, you can cut pick, run the other three mana weapons, um, and, like, you can cut stuff and run the Blink Fox Vendetta list as well if they don't nerf that. Mm -hmm. But... That's pretty strong, then. Like, yeah, They a... can nerf Thug and it would still be good, and it's just so many strong cards in this deck. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I, I think that... I Thank mean, you. Evil Miscreant can get a lower stat line. I don't think it needs to have five health. Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know what to do about preparation <laughs> at this point other than rotate yeah, it. It's something to do with prep and raiding party, I think. Yeah, raiding party is crazy good. Like, incredibly good. Especially at three. Maybe it should be a four or something like that. Maybe. But um, Yeah, four would not be the worst. I think the pig's a problem, too. I mean, I think the shadow step gives it a... I mean, you basically get an extra two shadow steps, which, um, you know, most of the time is not good, but th at least the last pick that you get is, is going to be used to finish mm -hmm. for, for the most part. So, um, and then like the threat of that, and then it's like, okay, I I'm like, I've gotten to the point where I can control them a little bit, and then they play Captain Greenskin, you know, and they get another hit on your face or something like that. And it's, it's like, oh man, I have to have the ooze like every single time I play a rogue, which is crazy. But uh, but yeah. So, anyways, Rogue. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how they're going to tackle it without just having a crazy overhaul, and they've never done that before. You know, maybe the closest thing was maybe Q Block. I don't, I don't you know where they changed multiple class cards um, a, a great deal. But uh, you know, I don't see them changing four cards of a class. That would be wow. <laughs> That'd be super impressive if they did that. But um, but yeah, this this seems to be a problem. I think if even I think if even they brought it down, it's still the best class. I I, I still think that would give 
you know, some of the lower percentage, I mean, it would up the percentages, even of, of the ones that are bad matchups a bit more and, and make it, you know, a little more palatable in terms of the meta. So hopefully they'll start somewhere. Um, okay, I think the next thing to talk about is Mage, you know, given that, um, you know, we have our Mage expert here and Mage seems to be a super cool class, this uh, expansion. So um, yeah, I want to tell us about some of the Mages that you've been playing. I, I kind of have two of them up here. Um, so these are kind of my go-to ones right now. Mm -hmm. So the left one is something you're probably more familiar with. It's my most recent build of Giant Conjure. It's more for ladder, probably not the best in Specialist. Um, but I've, I've really been liking Acolyte, just more Cycle. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the interesting things to note about this is no Cadgar and no Power and no Caligos. Um, How? I'm asked like 500 times a day on stream why I no Khadgar, so I, I guess know. I'll answer it on here. Uh, I don't run Khadgar because if you look at the deck, there's like two synergy cards with it, and it's just Conj Calling and Astromancer, but Astromancer is hardly a synergy. You get that one every Khadgar like, Astro. Um, but Conj Calling, like most of the time, you'd rather just double Conj Calling than Khadgar Conj, or you just don't have the mana to play a Khadgar, so I just didn't hmm. think it made the cut. It sits in my hand too much. Hmm. Interesting. Um, have you guys played much Mage, this expansion? I have not. Um, yeah. I've watched a fair amount of it, and there were yeah. quite a few in the TESPA championship bracket this past weekend. Mm -hmm. um, it did okay. The issue was there was also a lot of token druid in that bracket, which is not representative of ladder right now. So I imagine this does a lot better right. on ladder. I'd destroy Token Druid with this, mm -hmm. but maybe they don't have Tex, the Tex. Uh, they were running like one MCT. They had the two Dragon Laws, but they, it was generally heavier lists than this. It wasn't quite as streamlined. Mm -hmm. The, the Sun Fairy Protectors probably help a ton, too. <laughs> like in this. Rabble Bouncer is yeah. amazing, too. Yeah. Just a combination of Rabble Bouncer, like Sun Fury on a big health taunt, and then they just can't deal with the Giant. Like if you play turn four Giant, they have to deal with it, or you're going to make seven, eight taunts a lot of the time. Um, yeah, that's you know, Rabblebancer, I think, is one of those cards. And for those of you wondering what Rabblebancer is, it, it's a bouncer is it's a seven mana, two seven taunt that costs one less for each enemy minion. So, um, I mean, I thought this card was trash like the first time I saw it, but then I've been, yeah, I've been starting to see it a little bit more because I feel like taunt is just generally better, you know, right now. Yeah, it's it's pretty good against those token decks, but it also has a lot of merit in this deck with conch calling on a mm -hmm. oh, you can play like a two mana or zero mana oh, seven conch calling it like Sun Fury or something. Nice. So yeah, conch cool. calling is just an amazing card. It's so okay. good. absolutely carrying the yeah. class. Right yeah, it's totally. that card has twin spell just blows my mind. I know. Like, yeah, I mean, almost all the viable twin spell uh, spells are like verging being broken. Yeah. Twin spell is really good. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Doomsayer, what do you think of that? Because I, I, so I to answer your question, I've played definitely some some Kadgar, uh a mage and. You know, Doomsayer, you know, while I was playing Shaman, I've been playing a bunch of different control cl class or control decks as well. Doomsayer is definitely an option I've been playing around with. Uh, and I've had mixed results. You know, I think that you know, it's just classic Doomsayer. If you get it off the mulligan, then it's super great. But um, it can be told, totally yeah. a dead card later on. But what do you think? I've actually, that was the last change I made to this list, sort of just because it's a reaction to me playing more Hunters. Mm -hmm. um, on the ladder, mostly Hunter. So it's just sort of a tech for that. But that's the nice thing about this list. You have 
so many spots that you can change out. Like basically, you just need book giant conjure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next. I went down the giant route for sure. You know, when, when I was, you know, still playing mage and trying stuff out, but then it kind of stopped there. Um, you know, that's a great thing about talking to you because you, you play this every single day for, you play mage every single day for hours and, you know, you discover all the little nooks, nooks, you know, little nooks and crannies that, that, uh, you know, come along with just playing mage, you know, against every single matchup where most people don't, right? Most people just g get a general concept of it. Some of the general big plays and then that's where it ends. But, um, you know, but having here is definitely great. Um, so in terms of the other deck that you have here, which is more of like, I guess, the temp uh, a tempo deck. I remember seeing you play this on stream like, <laughs> I don't know, a week ago or something like that. I was like, oh, my man, this is like super yeah. different, like crazy this, different. This one's probably pretty new to most people, but I, I gave it to you because I feel like it has a lot of potential. I know my friend Frozen really likes the deck as well, and we're mm -hmm. sort of trying to work on something here. Um, but it, it looks really weird, but this Cy Mana Cyclone is one of my favorite cards of the set and just in Mage in general. I know like uh, some other pros feel the same, like Fino likes the deck too. It's a really good card, Mana Cyclone. So you kind of just stall until your late game stuff with this deck with spells, and then you do big Anton, Mount Cellar, and then curve into power creation. It's really nice. And then the Buffoon, MC Tech, Vex Crow, <laughs> stuff like that's just sort of your mid-game, but MC Tech's just kind of good in the meta right now. Buffoon's a nice one of in this deck, and Crow is weird, but I think it's it's good against Rogue, just doing like Crow, Coin, one mana spell or two mana spells is hmm. pretty good. So. Okay. Yeah, Mana Cyclone, by the way, is 2-2. Two, two. Um, it's a 2-mana two 2-2. Two, two. For each spell you've casted this turn, add a random mage spell to your hand, in case uh, you guys didn't know what that was. Yeah, and it's amazing synergy with Elemental Evocation. And same with Water Early. Water Early is really strong right now. Like, if you play turn mm. two Water Early versus Rogue, you're in a pretty decent spot. Oh, man. Turn two Water Early. Pick. That's amazing. Maybe turn one if you want. Yeah, but... turn one. True. Um, wow, you got Exotic Mountain Seller in this. You know, like, I, I was messing around with that card one day, and I was I was like, oh, man, I, I wish I could get this card to work, because I just, I just really like the mechanic of you get value every time you play a spell, you know, those type of cards. Yeah. And, well, yeah. Mage got some really good spells. Well, I mean, cheap spells. Magic Trick and Ray of Frost are both pretty strong because there's so much value with cards like Antonitis and Mount Cellar and mm -hmm. Apprentice is tempo. Um, so it's definitely something there with this kind of mage. If a rogue does happen, I can see maybe... If a nerf does happen, I can see something like this maybe getting better, a lot better. Mm -hmm. But it's also very challenging to play right now, too. So kind of trying to figure the deck out more. Yeah, I feel like when I do watch you play, like the big plays involve Apprentice and free spells, basically, right? Like a lot of cycling or just a bunch of free spells in a row and that, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Power creation. You know, I, I think there's been, um, I don't know, a faction that's like, oh, yeah, power creation is like awesome and you should definitely play it. And then there's a faction that's like, no, power creation is just like garbage. So what's, what's the lowdown on that? Well, it depends. I think most people are probably saying, referring to power creation in the conjurers list, the list, the list on the left. And we started with power of creation, but just sort of adds to spell inconsistency. And there's sort of just better cards I can run, like Astromancer, I think is better. Mm. Um, okay. But in a deck like the Tempo Mage is actually really good because you're sort of just 
clearing board early with your spells and then you just can curve into power of creation sometimes even play it for cheaper with apprentices and it the pressure is better in this deck i find with the power of creation so i think it's a good card just all right, the right what is the best outcome of power of creation oh easy 512 512 <laughs> oh yeah of course yeah i mean unless you need reckless rocket too right like that. right that's true yeah that's that was a simple one there's actually not that many choices i remember seeing the hs yeah. replay diagram oh, on that no. I'll get 512s like at least maybe once or twice a day, sometimes more. Nice. But sometimes, like, the worst case, you get 5.5s. Five uh, there's never like only 3.3s three or anything, I don't mm -hmm. think. Yeah. But yeah, worst case is 5.5s. Five <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, Okay, looking at the rest of this deck, you know, I think you mentioned most of them. Stargazer Luna is obviously another one. It can work really great in terms of cycling. You get, you get on a run of cards. It's pretty awesome. Another uh, favorite. Yeah, for sure. And then Anton. It's, it's great to see Anton back, man. Antonidas, uh, for those of you wondering where Anton is. Warrior. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, Anton, Apprentice, and then Twin Spell, Magic Trick, and all Oof. that stuff. Yes. Consistently seven or eight fireballs against warrior. Probably is warrior sometimes eight fireballs. Sometimes they don't. It wow. depends. Seven or eight fireballs. Wow. Man. Yeah, it's it's not that hard. You just save the one mana spells for Anton. I always mulligan against warrior for Anton Apprentice cycle. Yeah. You get you don't get much chip though from this deck, right? It's pretty much all at the end, huh? Yeah, not much chip unless you do the early spell turns and discover or I mean create good mm. spells, but not okay. a ton of chip. That's cool. It's definitely a different type of pacing to it then. Um, I mean, I don't think there's too many fast mage decks right now. Do you guys know of one? Like, Cora, do you know of a fast mage deck? Or have you seen one in, in the um, Collegiate stuff? Not really. This is the only one that I've been seeing. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, I was messing around with trying to elemental evocation out Azerite elemental very quickly. <laughs> yeah. See if you can build up spell damage, but it's, it's just too inconsistent. Yeah, the spell yeah, damage. Yeah, spell damage is sort of in a weird spot. I wish we got another like uh, spell damage spell synergy, not just mm -hmm. like unexpected results in shooting star because yeah. those are okay. But I think if we had like one more, then it could maybe push spell damage to be good. Yeah, because cosmic anomaly is a great card. It just doesn't have enough synergy right now. I don't think. Yeah. Okay, and mind control tech again. Like, definitely a time for mind control tech right now. <laughs> if you're playing a yeah, it just seems so good with freeze. Like, mm -hmm. you freeze their board, and then they just play stuff, and you get a tech. So yeah, I like it. Good stuff. Yeah, definitely good stuff. Okay, well, yeah, play mage, guys. Play. There's a lot of fun stuff to do with mage, and um, you know, you're looking for a deck. Try. You can try either of these decks, uh, or you know, obviously go check out just replay and, and and try it out. Have you actually? Have you guys done the um, autocomplete stuff much? Like, uh, experimenting with that at all? I've watched people do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I haven't had a chance, no. It's good, though, right? Like, I mean, it's pretty much uses Blizzard stats and gives yeah. you the best deck, right? The autocomplete decks and the um, Whizbang decks yeah. for this expansion are actually really good. Yeah. Like, a couple cards off at most from meta decks. Mm -hmm. Really impressive. I mean, in yeah. theory, it should be the best, right? Like, it... Their de their stats are better than HS replay stats, so I don't know I, unless the, unless it's not as optimal for whatever reason. Hmm. But um, but cool. Uh, all right. Well, moving on. Before we do, I just want to give a shout out to some of our patrons uh, that support the show. These are the folks that allow us to do the show each week, 
And you know, we want to show our appreciation, of course, and, and give a little shout out to some of them each week. So I uh, want to give a shout out to Raydan and uh, Bryce L, Feldy Locks, Old Man Riv, Johnson C, Vince F, Alex F, J, Jeff B, Eric F, Chris K, Alex G, and Philovirus. Uh, and if you guys think we're doing a good job, really enjoy the show, uh, go to patreon.com slash valuetown and throw us a pledge. Really, We'd uh, really appreciate it. Okay, so I think ABX Boy is going bathroom or break or something like that. But in the meantime, we'll, uh, me and Cor will hang out here. I'm an expert at filling that, time. That's yeah. right. That's right. So have you been watching? <laughs> we were already talking about Game of Thrones. But I'm just, I'm just like too obsessed with Game of Thrones right now to like not talk about it each day. But uh, it's been, definitely been great there. Um, but no, anyways, we're going to talk about the World Championships in, in uh, just a second here. And, um, you know, I think looking through the decks, they, they announced the decks, or at least they released the decks, which is always interesting to, to be able to see what everybody's bringing and, um, you know, allow the players to really start practicing. Uh, I saw some really cool streams with Fino and I think it was Orange and some of the other guys. And they were, they were basically playing through the, the matchups, you know, like in the groups. And they were trying to figure out, I guess, based on their experience and playing each other and stuff like that. Who would end up winning? They were, you know, it's like it was almost like a simulation, but they were playing the decks instead. So that was kind of interesting. They they ended up uh, with, uh, I think they ended up with Roger winning the, the whole thing, which is pretty funny actually. Um, but uh, but anyways, let me show you the decks. Uh, what's the best way to show this? Should we do it text wise or uh, maybe we'll do it um, graphic wise here? So let me bring it up. Okay, so, all right, so we got, um, so overall, um, actually, maybe I'll bring up the text one, just because it gives more of a, a general summary of what everybody brought, and, and stuff like that, and Hearthbone. Our friends I think that Hearthbone. one, it says there's 13 bomb warriors and one control warrior, but I think that's, that's wrong. That's not yep. right. Is there, well, there's 13 overall, and then there's I mean, 12. That thing, there's but... 12, and there's one, so... I don't know. It could be just classification. Accurate though, but yeah, it could be the classification that it is. Yeah. I don't know. You know, whatever they're using for that. Um, but uh, but yeah. So the, you can see the breakdown here. So everybody but Roger, <laughs> Broad Tempo Rogue. Surprise, surprise. Um, and then of course Warrior is you know kind of the anti-rogue in, in this whole dynamic. And then Zulog is kind of interesting here. You know, Zulog is is a counter to. Is it like a counter to token druid? I think, but I don't think anybody brought druid. It's like only two druids, right? So, this is an interesting bring. I thought that the, was uh, the hearthbone classifications are incorrect. Are they? Oh, he says he's got bomb, he's got control. Hunter Ace, it says he's got bomb, but he's got control. Oh, okay. Ike well, has control as well. Yeah, it's I mean, just the control is definitely the more popular one, so I would just kind of assume these are pretty. I, they might have been switched actually, to be honest. Um, mm. No, because I know that basically the Western players brought control mostly except for killing all day, oh. and the Eastern players brought bomb. Okay. So um, there are quite a few bomb warriors. I think it's just more more so an even split. Is bomb warrior better? Like I, I don't see it being better. Like what, what matchups would it actually be better in? I think people want to ban. Some people want to ban warrior, and then they like it versus rogue, maybe, but. Like, is it better versus Rogue? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, Control War is better than, than Bomb Warrior against Rogue. So it's, mm -hmm. hmm, it's surprising. Yeah. 
here, but I, I think control is is better. But if they had a hard read on Nomi Priest, Bomb Warrior's the best deck in the game. <laughs> That's true. Uh, true. That's true. That's definitely true. Um, Nomi Priest. I mean, there is there is one combo priest. Is that actually a Nomi Priest, or is that actually it's just killing like, all day? Oh, as he, he Nomi the, Priest. Oh yeah, he brought huh? the Nomi Priest. Nice. He did. Okay. That wonder. I wonder if he's got the bomb warrior. More Nomi priests if Deximission was later, because Deximission was like over like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. That's people didn't time. actually start looking at the priest seriously until they saw yeah. Kill and bring it. Okay, so so what is the good matchup with? I mean, what is this meant to kill? Like in this lineup, you think? Uh, it can kill Control Warrior. Mm. It can kill Rogue. It destroys Token Druid. Um, it, it can beat Mage. It just it can beat absolutely everything. Yeah. So and it's, just not, it's pretty good against aggro. So not terrible matchups anywhere. It's just like generally got a chance at least. Yeah, except for Bomb Warrior, which it pretty much can't win against. <laughs> okay, so most likely he's going to be banning. Oh man, it's, it's hit or miss, right? Yeah, Control Warrior is great. So it's yeah. With Zulok and Tempo Rogue, he's got a ban Warrior lineup for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, man. Killen's got an interesting lineup there. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you look at the rest of the kind of rest of the class breakdown, got some hunters. Pretty interesting, you know. Definitely, uh, I think this works well against Warrior as well, right? Hunter, um, the Mage too. The Mage is uh, actually the Mage is what the Kagar Mage is going to be meant for to kill. Is it? Warrior. Is it Warrior? It is Warrior, right? Yeah. It's pretty all around. Like it's not as bad against decks like. Well, most people are banning Rogue, but it, it can still be Rogue. It can be um, well, not many Druids. It's kind of. It's okay against Beast Hunter, actually. They all brought Beast, though, right? Not Mech. It's kind of bad against Mech. Roger's got Mech. Yeah, he's got okay. Mech Hunter. Yeah. Oh, Roger does. Oh, like the rest have Beast. Like weird yeah. list. Yeah. But it's sort of all around, I find, the Conjmage. Just draw a book onto, and I think you're favored versus, like, pretty much everything. But Yeah. It's that, sort of... it's that swing deck that's going to win a championship. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, could be a nuance, you know. Now you know with the with the warrior bomb or, or control, but I feel like you know it's just this third deck that's going to make or break people. You know whether they brought two super control decks and warrior and shaman or, or playing that, or if it's going to be more of the, these you know warrior hunters with uh, hunter and mage here. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> which which do you think? So I guess we can probably just jump into predictions. Like which lineup do you think is is the one that's going to to prevail here? I think Saiyan and Muzzy brought the exact same lineup. I think that's what what Saiyan yeah, said. Yeah, a couple yeah. double lineups. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Language Hacker. Oh, Link. Not the same, I think. Oh, these two. Oh, yeah, Language Hacker. Oh, yeah, these two. Um, no, they're different. Shudder. They just got Shudder in there. Yeah, they don't have the same... Same 120. I think just Saiyan and Muzzy have the exact same cards. Yeah. Honestly... As much as I don't want to say it, I think Roger's lineup is really cool. Well, that's I think he, simulation. <laughs> I, think, I think he gamed him, um, and he brought the only, if you can target warrior lineup, this is probably the way you're going to do it. Will this always be warrior, though? Like These three, these, these top three beat him, right? Because like, um, there's bomb warriors, too, and maybe those have more game versus some of these, like Paladin. Um just, just take a look at his mage deck. Like, let me see this. 
He's got the barista. This is he's got barista Lynchon. He's got Hexlord Malakrax. Oh Malagrass. yeah, he's got barista. Two messenger Ravens. Oh crap! That's it's like unseen savages. It's nuts. Holy this is definitely crap. too much. Like there's no it's way you need this. Greedy as hell, man. <laughs> Isn't bad to begin with, but I'm curious to see how it does. Yeah, uh, is this going to do well against? Warrior? I mean, Let me see. you're yeah, gonna have like too much stuff in this deck against Warrior. Like you don't need Molocross, but this shouldn't ever, 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 ever lose to Control Warrior though. So yeah, yeah, this should definitely kill kill Control Warrior Sweet. easy. There's just too much. There's still all the there's still all those crazy like summon bursts. Oh, so. actually, the weakness though is does his Warrior beat other Warrior though? Like yeah, that's what I would worry about. Is like. His, <laughs> He's gonna lose the control warrior. If, weird, like what? Sorry, list is so weird. It's bombs, but with the it's like green skin is in there. Uh, no green skin. skin. Yeah, why like, is green skin in there? If Roger's lineup fails, it's because this warrior deck, or maybe the pally just doesn't. Oh, work. green skin's for, for another bomb, right? Okay. He's got two Sephorium bombers in the deck too. I mean, it's oh, this maybe. Is, this... This is balls out bomb. Like, <laughs> if, if you hold your if you hold your bombs until they drop the first Elysiana, yeah. Assuming that they're playing Elysiana Baleful instead yeah. of Elysiana. That, that's a good. That's a really good point, Corey. And that's something that I, I think people probably won't understand is that you know Elysiana like negates all the bombs in your deck, right? Because it mm -hmm. just replaces your deck with with uh, all these ten new cards. So there is strategy with having to hold your cards as long as you can possibly hold them. But like um, assuming that most people are playing Baleful Banker instead of Youthful yeah. Brewmaster, right. you just hold all your bombs until they deck out and have yeah. to play Elysiana, and then you go like um, Augmented Alec, Double Clockwork Goblin, yeah. swing with your wrench. French caliber there's six bombs in one turn right and then that's why i think that the bomb warrior is inferior it's just because of that reason like you're you're negating like 50 percent of the value at, probably at the very least or 33 percent to 50 percent probably at the very least even at this crazy high level so you know taking that away from you know what one of the main values of the deck is is pretty brutal you know at this level so um yeah this this could be his his achilles heel is is that is the warrior because they're gonna let that warrior go there's there's for sure right like they, they it's yeah. clear what he's doing so yeah. um yeah that, that, that's a real it's like definitely the most different lineup out of everybody so um kind of cool to see uh i ended up picking hunter but i picked hunter age like like when i picked the champion like on the first day i ended up picking him but not for for reasons of his decks <laughs> it was just more like hunter age i think generally does better in early meta, you know, like uh, of an expansion too. So I was, I was thinking he was gonna do something different, but yeah, I think he's got a pretty similar lineup to some other folks too. So we'll see. Um, yeah. So who's y'all picks? So you picked Roger, Cora, APX. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa! You didn't? Oh, whoa. you like his lineup? You like? I, his I think Roger's lineup is Sorry. great. He like his lineup. I yeah. personally pick Killen. Okay, you pick Killen. I mean, I, for your champion, you pick Killen. Oh. Well, oh, no. let's not talk about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm picking Killen yeah. now. Okay. Let's just say mistakes were made. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I... Well, mistakes will, were made on my part, for sure. not <laughs> talk about it. I, well, I, I, I made a mistake. <laughs> like a traitor. Yeah. APX, how about you? Uh, I think my pick, just based on, well, mostly lineups and I guess player skill, is probably... I think Bloody Face just has a solid lineup. I think this Hunter is actually pretty good in the field, and I think his lists are just solid lists. Good control warrior, I think. 
good rogue, decent mage. Yeah. It's a pretty safe lineup in this field. I just don't know how decks like Shaman are going to do, and I mean, Roger's lineup, I'm still not sure about that. Um, but yeah, I think if I had to pick one, it'd be Bloody Face. And then actually, yeah, Language Hacker's lineup's a little bit different. He has Shaman instead of Hunter, or instead of Warrior, actually. His Rogue's a little bit interesting, too. Yeah, I'm looking at like... Oh, right, yeah, he has um, the Scheme Rogue. Yeah, Questing. Shaman, Shaman feels real. weak. Shaman feels like it it has too many weaknesses. Like it loses to too many of the the big decks, I think. Because it loses to Warrior, right? And then yeah. it, it has a tough time against Rogue. Like it has to be teched to beat Rogue to, to be able to yeah. actually do okay against it. And it doesn't I don't really beat Mage either. No. It, it, struggles it runs out of stuff in my experience. And it's looking at Justine and Muzzy's build, they don't mm -hmm. play uh, Manatide Totem or Spirit of the Frog. Yeah, and in my experience, you just you just run out of stuff. Well, and you can just like be needing to draw, like you said. Like they're when I've played it, I've actually had to have acolytes in them just to to at least get some consistency to the draw. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is yep. there's just not enough removal, you know. Like the the schemes, you can only do it twice, and against mage, two times is not enough. And mm -hmm. like uh, you need them early as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's just. You know, again, just lacking. That's the problem with Shaman right now. It's like I feel like a lot of their cards are not, like, they're not dual-purposed. You know, a lot of them are, are singular-purposed. And, you know, a lot of things required to be to beat the top decks require you to, to do two things. You know, heal and, you know, block or remove and, you know, tempo or something. Something like that. Um, yeah. Okay, so you took Bloody Face. Uh, who do I pick? I mean, I think Bloody Face is that's a pretty strong pick. Uh Definitely nothing with a shaman in it. <laughs> like, let me think. Let me see if I can pick one. Uh, man, yeah, I think that. Yeah, the bloody face one is pretty good. This one's pretty good too. I think I think Yu, Yu Ying's is, but I have no idea how he is as a player though. Just looking at lineups, so yeah. Uh, Yu Ying and Jing are actually very good, yeah. and Zhao Ti. China ended up with some pretty solid representatives. China's definitely improved, I think, over the last little while in competitive HS. Big time. Yu Ying's yeah. good. I chose Yu Ying as my champion. Um, S and Jing's good. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll pick Yu Ying then. I think his lineup is pretty pretty solid too. It's it's along the lines of like Bloody Face being solid. So oh, it's, it's yeah, very similar to yeah, Bloody it's Face. Yeah, very very similar. Actually. Yeah, but um. You know, just so I don't pick the same thing as you do. <laughs> you know, so, no, no, yeah. it should be crazy competitive. If you want to look at the groups, let me bring up the groups. It's going to be starts tonight. So be sure to stay up tonight and uh, catch because I think the group stage is going to be the you know it's going to be awesome. It's going to be the most fun to watch um, when everybody's still in it. You know, it's like it's, it's definitely uh, you feel that that urgency which is really really awesome so um yeah group of, i mean i think everybody's generally i said group c is the group of death but uh i mean i mean i think group b is actually potentially stronger yeah yeah the people you know i think there's more people in group c that that uh folks are more interested about but i think the decks themselves are probably going to be pretty pretty crazy for that one group a group a is pretty pretty crazy too 
I mean, honestly, just the fact that Hunter Ace and Saiyan ended up in the same group <laughs> after their big rivalry this past year, it's like, okay, somebody planned that. I mean, is this random? I mean, shouldn't there be, like, yeah. seedings involved or something? Like, I don't know. You know? I don't know why they seed this, though. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it was seeded. It looks like it was, it was pretty randomized. I mean, it, it seems like they tried to spread out the oh, region. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be smart. That would be smart, yeah. There's what europe and a europe and c europe and d mm -hmm. yeah spread it apart and then there's just okay. more na than there are anything else yeah that would make sense for sure although hunter ace and a8 are in c and b doesn't have anybody from europe so that's a little strange yeah, maybe it was just completely random yeah well whatever it is it's still gonna be crazy crazy competitive and i mean i think the fan favorites are you know ike is definitely a fan favorite here and man he's got a tough he's got a tough road getting through that one but is the field bad for his decks <laughs> which wait what'd you say is wait is his decks like bad or something uh, no i mean his decks he's got token he's like one of the few people that have token druid oh you just mean his group is really hard yeah, it's yeah it's not really token druid though it's like you lock too yeah <sighs> It's like token droid with heal elements. It's very strange. Oh, is it? Let me see this. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I... Token droid with heal elements? Really? Oh. Um... Oh, he's got stag in this. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he's got ordinary Taurus? What? Definitely okay. an interesting deck. Okay, so, I mean, obviously those are to stick, right? Like, those health tolls are, are definitely bigger. Okay, all right. It's interesting. No, maybe maybe he's onto something. I mean, obviously he's been practicing with his his group guys, so um, yeah, that'd be cool to see too. But yeah, in terms of the the um, yeah the groups, man. What do you think? Which which do you think will be uh, the group of death out of these? Like the ones that at least the ones that's most interesting to watch. Uh, well, Group C has more HCT points than like probably two of the other groups combined just with saying <laughs> so this that one's always yeah. interesting yeah the two the two masters yeah pretty much okay well I don't know which one they start with tonight yeah. we'll, we'll have to see uh, with this there's so many good players though that I think all the groups look pretty strong mm -hmm. to me it'll probably go in order I would think yeah, I wonder if they're, um, you know, in terms of, like, the broadcast itself, have you heard, is there any, like, festivity, like, is there anything else that's um, uh, going to be going on, except for just, you know, the, the normal tournament? Like, la last year they seemed to, you know, bring uh -huh. a lot of people out there, and, you know, they had Falcon working the, uh, Falcone working the uh, um, separate stage, right? And there was always interviews with, you know, influencers and things like that, but... Yeah, I haven't heard it much this year. But They're Watch bringing up the Grandmasters, so maybe they'll have them do stuff on site. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That should be a lot of fun. If you do notice, they've got the um, regional points leaders, one in each group. So in A, you've got Zhao, B, you've got Muzzy, C is, mm. Hunter, C is yeah, Hunter Ace, and D is what, Tyler? Mm. Uh... Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Just the the last chance people, highest yeah. points winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They spread them up at least. So it's I guess it's probably not random then. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh, Roger, man. I 
I am so intrigued to see how Roger does because he's, you know, he's a fan favorite. So the entire crowd is going to be rooting for him and everybody else is going to be, I'm kind of interested to see how just, just saying gets received there too. Oh yeah. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to see how, if, if that, there is actually anything to, you know, them, the whole Taiwan community, not, not appreciating just saying, speaking out against Roger or whatever. So, uh, I mean, I think Roger's lineup is very good. Yeah, so, it's a two. He, it's he got here where it is what it is at this point. His lineup's good. Yeah, if he wins, you know, there'll be just a lot, lot more for us to talk about next week. I guess podcasts are gonna have. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, he wins the world championships. It's like you know, deserved to be there. Clear. I mean. Should he have been there? You can question that. Deserved to be there but because of his gameplay, obviously. I mean, if you win a world championship, it kind of speaks for itself. So, um, Okay, well, uh, you know, again, just watch them play Hearthstone uh, tonight, and uh, we'll see who ends up winning. So let's do some quick Q&A before we take off here, guys. If you have any questions, go ahead and type those in, in Twitch chat, and we, we've got some time, so we'll, we'll probably read out as many as we can. Um, Oh, actually, Shade Shade D in chat actually asked Cora, "Has there ever been a cheating scandal in the college?" Hearthstone forget. Um, not that I know of. Disqualification. Uh, good. No, I don't think so. Yeah, we, we run a good. minute delay on every broadcast, yeah. and also <sighs> college students, if they were gonna cheat, probably wouldn't get caught. So. <laughs> None that I know of. It doesn't mean it's never happened, what? but we make it very difficult for them to do it. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't actually know, but okay. I'm going to say no. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say no. <laughs> and just be whole, no. let's just be wholesome about it, guys. And <laughs> cheating does not happen. In, in college, college students guys, would never. never happens. You know, <laughs> ignore real sports. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> nah. Generally, it's uh, generally they're very just good groups of, of people. Yeah, we don't yeah. have any problems with them. Cool, cool. Um, all right, so Slim Jim ninety one has the meta is slowly stabilizing, and it looks like a lot of aggro tempo decks are dominant, except Warrior. Do you like the aggro meta? Is it aggro? I, I guess. I guess I you think call it's it. I mean, pretty aggro. Yeah, I guess you call it aggro. Uh, they're not my favorite aggro decks of all time. <laughs> Like Token Druid is fine. Zoo is okay. I actually really like Zoo right now. It's a lot of fun to play. I haven't played it at all. Is it? I mean, is there any, anything special, like particularly? Uh, Magic Carpet's just really good. Oh yeah, yeah, Magic Carpet. Yeah. A... They even got Zoo Mage going. It's, it's so fun, Carpet. Yeah. Did they really? That sounds cool. No, I, I, oh, saw, yeah. I saw him playing Magic Carpet oh, was, one night. Yeah, I was running pretty well with Zoom Age. Yeah. Top 100. It, it runs four giants. It's super crazy, but it's so much fun. Nice. Um, cool. Yeah, I don't mind aggro meta. I just think the problem is... Well, it's not much of a problem, I guess, but there's not really good defensive neutrals right now, I don't think, other than Zilliax. Like, we don't we don't have that Sludge Belcher, Tar Creeper, Heelbot oh. card, and... Mm-hmm. A bit weak when I'm trying to build some classes to beat um, those decks with neutrals. I mean, yeah, proud defender just doesn't quite cut it. No, yeah, it doesn't cut it. <laughs> then, like, no. safeguard apple bomber just a bit too expensive, I find, to be good aggro counters. I mean, the rabble bouncer, I mean, that that's neutral, right? 
Yeah, Rebel Solid. It's yeah. not great versus Rogue, so I find like mm -hmm. only really Mage can kind of make that work with the Conch Calling synergy and stall. But it's okay. It's really good versus token decks. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I think that aggro... I think aggro is fine as long as I, every other... You know, like the other archetypes are, are represented yeah. well, too. And, like, we've got control, there's no question, but is there really any mid-range right now? I mean, it's kind of... Is mage considered mid? I don't know what mage is considered <laughs> with the, the crazy it's bursts. So like kind of uh, mid-rangey. Yeah. Okay. It's sort of like unlock a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's see. Another question: Would you all per have preferred the championship be Year of Raven cards? Mm, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually really like that they made the champion not like uh, just a week or two after the Rise of Shadows came out. I think that just encourages the most skill and creativity because the meta is mm -hmm. just less refined. Mm -hmm. I think also strategic from a marketing standpoint it's just much better for viewership yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's 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 very very true um yeah so w would it have been most fair it probably would have been the most representative of it but you know we've seen the same thing for a year like that, that we don't need that <laughs> for sure yeah, seen enough yeah. raven ducks oh edelweiss yeah. ah she's in the um so she uh, let's see asks what cards would you most like to see nerf for rogue oh yeah we, we kind of talked to we didn't actually talk specifically about which w particular card, but um, if you were to pick one card, uh, I, I would say for me, probably Myra's for me, or or the pick, one or the other. One card to nerf, you yeah. know? Yeah. Let's say prep. I think it's the strongest card, and it would <laughs> hurt the deck the most, but... yeah. It'd sense. be the hardest to nerf, I think. Or one of the hardest cards to nerf. I don't know that you could nerf prep. I think you could yeah. maybe nerf Raiding Party. Yeah, Raiding, Raiding Party, Party can be okay. four or maybe draw one pirate, one weapon or something. Mm -hmm. But I think Miscreant's good, but it doesn't need a nerf. Uh, mm -hmm. Pick is super good. Well, Raiding Party makes it really good. Yeah. yeah how, how would we do Myra's? Just make it more expensive. Yeah. I think make it more expensive. I mean, especially with prep and in, in play, you know, it's crazy cheap at this, like, whenever you end up playing it. But um, Raiding Party, I think, is, is probably a good... Uh, like, it, it seems to be a very... You know, like, there, there are different elements, right, to make make decks powerful. And obviously drawing... And just having card power is, is, is a huge part of it. And Rogue Rogue has always struggled with that, right? Um, I mean, they they try to make up with it with cards that draw random, you know, like your cla your other other opponent, your opponent's class cards, or, or but Sprint's always been pretty expensive, and and um, so I think that having Raiding Party draw these cards that are powerful, <laughs> like specifically, is extremely extremely uh, uh, too good right now. Fixes your curve, right? Like you were saying, like raiding party into the pick is just ridiculous, and that's exactly what it's for. Um, yeah, and sometimes you prep it, and there's zero tempo loss. Yeah, how would you how would you nerf prep? Prep is what Jub said. Um, I mean, do you just hall of fame? I think you have to hall of fame prep. Like, I, yeah, I don't think you can. Much. Yeah, I mean, what else can you do? <laughs> X spell costs two less, but. Like, that would be the only possible nerf, I feel like. It's like Innervate, basically. 
then it's like, yeah, well, I guess. I'll just turn it into the coin. <laughs> turn it into the coin, exactly. It's like a coin. Counterfeit coin. Exactly. It's a coin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, they're disappointed that uh, they didn't Hall of Fame prep. Yeah, I think that's going to be the next one. I think it's, it's uh, Hall of Fame. Because prep, I don't know. Prep doesn't seem like a, an identity card for me. Like, it's... It kind of does to me. I mean, Miracle's been yeah. such a strong yeah. deck forever. But I, I I was surprised that Cleef didn't get Hall of Famed. I feel like that should have been Hall of Famed either this one or last one. I just think it's way too swingy. Like, we saw it in Worlds a lot, and it... It won Tom games because he got like a really strong turn two cleaf or something with like coin innervate swash burglar, I remember. And it's just a bit too game deciding sometimes, especially on the coin, which is just stupid when you lose because coin flip. It is a coin flip, but at the same time, it's, it's I mean, yeah. Uh, th see, that type of thing, as, as much as I, I wouldn't mind actually Edwin getting Hall of Fame either. Um, I, I do like the fact that you can make that conscious decision, you know, of going all in at, at that point. Yeah. You know, it's early, right? So, it, you know, you you go all in, and especially if, like, your opponent has silence or something, and you just choose to do it because, you, you know, it gives you the best chance, and you've, like, got too many spells in your hand. I don't know. I, I like having that path of, of play. I think Cleef used to be pretty fair, but now it's not all in anymore. Now when you prep raiding party Cleef, you're ahead in value uh, and ahead okay. in tempo. And right. that's that doesn't happen super often, but it's still just such a strong play. And like now Lackeys kinda make Cleef a bit better and mm -hmm. Shadow Step fits well in the list, so Cleef just feels very, very yeah. strong. No, that's a good point. Yeah, that's that's uh, that yeah, it's it's definitely much stronger than it used to be, for sure. Yeah, that's kind of another thing. Like, prep used to be necessary as a combo activator, but now we have lackeys. You can have zero mana vendetta. Mm -hmm. It's just not as necessary now. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember when you had to to make a big cleave, you'd have to, like, prep a vis face, and then there's, like, some risk in making the big cleave because right. you lose so much value. But, yep. Yeah, now the deck just has a ton of value and also cards like Myra. Yeah, I mean, it's like you would run out of cards, right? That was the, the big big deal, but now, yeah, now you can just <laughs> redraw 10 cards, basically, yeah. which is nuts. Uh, all right, let's see. Any other questions? <laughs> people. Um, yeah, any last questions? Uh, try to get them in. If not, then um, let's see. Oh, I guess you answered this. Is the tournament so soon expansions make it better for players and viewers? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No question. No question. It'll be much in more interesting for folks now. Um, uh, okay, so if Rogue and Warrior... Okay, here's maybe the last question. Liam Mega asked, if Rogue and Warrior were to get nerfs, who's the next strongest class? Uh, not biased at all, but I'm going to say Mage. <laughs> yeah, it's up there. I'm actually kind of scared that Mage... Well, Conch Calling gets nerfed if the other two classes hit a nerf as well, but I'm not so sure about that yet. I um, mean, how does how does Mage do against Token Druid? It's a bad matchup, right? No, I I destroy them. If you run if you run Rabble Bouncer, double tech oh, right, and right, right, right. just yeah. like Sun Fury on big guys, talked about it a bit earlier. I just think it's yeah, pretty right, right. I think obviously if Warrior is gone, Shaman gets a lot better. Yeah. Um, Hagatha is still very strong. Actually, Hunter definitely will be strong, I think, Hunter's if other stuff sees nerfs. Yeah. yeah. I think Priest isn't bad either. Honestly, other than 
rogue and warrior being standouts. Mm-hmm. The rest of the classes right now are all on pretty similar yeah, footing. I agree. The meta's, I think, really close to being... Actually, well, it's just rogue. If you really think about it, right? Yeah, like it is for me just yeah. rogue. Yeah, it's like, just rogue. Because people are playing play. a lot of warrior because of rogue. That's it. Yeah. So a lot of people are avoiding warrior, though, because they actually just don't want to play the mirrors, and they don't want any chance of playing a mirror, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's 45 minutes of your life for one star that you can lose in <laughs> Good feeling. Yeah. Or, or oh my god. Tie, which is even just worse. Just get rid of that card. Get rid of Lysiana. Nerf Rogue. We got per- beautiful Hearthstone. You know, that, that's that's all we got to do. <laughs> which one? Nerf Boom a bit too. And then, Nerf Boom too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, that, that's there the point too. Just a couple of balance changes they could make that would affect things very drastically right now. Yeah. And they've shown that they're willing to do balance changes at any yeah. time. So I, I I'm expecting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm expecting one, right? At least, what, six weeks after the expansion, mm-hmm. I, I would think that they would do one. So, um, yeah, a couple of weeks after yeah. Worlds, maybe. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Do we have a start date for GM yet? Uh, I think there was. I think, yeah, I think there is a schedule, like the. the, the okay. Um, was it the eight weeks or whatever it is? I think that, yeah. that, that, that I forget when it starts though. But and maybe before that we'll see one. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be be cool. But you keep moving it. You know what I mean? Like do something. If you do something, at least we'll start. You know, seeing some people trying stuff, even if it you know it doesn't end up working out for them. But at least we'll see people you know potentially trying to you know come up with some awesome new you know concept or whatever for specialist. Uh, but if we keep it the same, then it's just going to remain the same at this point. It's pretty. It's getting settled. It's getting pretty. You know, like outside of you doing stuff with mage, and you know, just the the specialists actually, you know, really diving in each of the classes. It it, it feels like it's settling pretty hard right now. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, why don't we wrap up? Great show, guys. So, you know, I think we covered uh, quite a bit, and um, you know, definitely can't wait to see who ends up. We're gonna have, you know, we're gonna crown a new world championship by the time we we talk again, you know, next show. So, uh, exciting. pretty exciting time. Yeah, I wonder what their trophy looks like. Have they shown the trophy at all? I don't think so. Yeah, they showed the crane machines that they have for a bunch of different Hearthstone product. What? Which I'm incredibly jealous about. You didn't see those? No. Yeah, HSE Sports tweeted about tweeted some images from the event, and they have like a bunch of, um, I guess. Like just very popular Asian like crane games. Crane, uh, crane games. games. What, what were crane games? Like a crane machine, you know, like no, a. Oh, yeah. you mean like a like, a, like the little little? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, like you win prizes <laughs> yeah, through yeah, a, yeah. a crane. Yeah, they actually. It looks, it looks really sweet. Nice. They do have a picture of the trophy. It oh, looks they do. Like the last one, I think. It's yeah. on the same tweet as the crane thing. Oh, is here. That? I'll uh, I'll link it in chat. Okay, cool. Swirly thing. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> People are saying crane. Crane, there you go. crane. Uh, <laughs> They've got cookies. Oh, looks like it's going to be a good event. Cookies? Oh, nice. Wait, those look more like waffles. Wait, you, what? It's like a pancake. Hey, link it in Discord. I, I, think the, I think the Twitch chat filter thing just got you. Did it really? Yeah, I, I just see asterisks. I just see asterisks. There you go. There, okay, cool. Let me see. Let me see this. Oh, yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah, it's the same trophy. God. It's a good trophy, though. I mean, it, it's cool looking for sure. Oh yeah, look at these cookies. Oh wow, they're like they're like uh, uh, what you call it, macaroons. 
looks like it's going to be a cool event. Yeah. Oh, this is <laughs> nice. Oh, somebody wants to know how you pronounce your last name. It's Giorgio, right? Giorgio. Yep, Giorgio. Mm-hmm. Easy. Easy. Yep. It's kind of almost like how it looks, so. <laughs> yeah. It's a Giorgio, but Giorgio yeah. is the American pronunciation. All right. Well, why don't we wrap up, guys? Got any uh, shout-outs you want to do, Corb, before we take off here? Uh, Shout-out to my boy Keelan all day at World Championship. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just everybody who's going to be playing this weekend. I know for a lot of these guys, this is the biggest tournament of their life. Mm -hmm. So even though it is mostly overnight, I'm going to try to watch as much as I can, and uh, hopefully it's going to be some good Hearthstone. Yeah. If not, the VODs are always there. You know, like you can always watch the VODs before the next match anyways. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to end up having to watch half of it on VODs and half of it live. That's probably what's going to happen for me. But um, cool. Uh, APX Void, you want to do some shout outs? Um, not really. I guess shout out to you for having me on the show. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Um, yeah, and I guess just good luck to the world's players, particularly the ones that brought Mage. But Yeah. Next year. Well, actually, no. How's this work? Yeah, there's relegations after season two, right? So that's your time to shine, right? Everybody's going to these fools. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for watching, and uh, yeah, thanks to the, the two of you guys for for doing the show with me as well. Uh, you can find the show uh, if you missed any of it on YouTube.com/slash/ChamMV, as well as all the audio channels like iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/ChamMV, and Google Play. Uh, but that's going to be it, guys, for Valley Town this week. So for Cora, APX Void, and myself, Chamin V, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.